All right, so it's day two. Welcome to our brand of sumo. I'm Claire. You were going to insist on like being professional every every single day of this. It's a tiny little introduction. It won't hurt you. Are you sure? Positive. All right. You're so. my best. <laughs> anyway. I don't know why I chose violence like this. All right, fine. Uh, about one. <laughs> yeah. I did say your name, so. <laughs> I, that's fine. That's fine. You did say my name. All right, you get to say the names because once again we start with my uh, my my true stumbling block. Tsurugi show. Tsurugi show. Tsurugi show. I mean, I get it in theory, and sometimes I can even make it come out right, but half the time, about half the time, I just fumble, and that's on me. How about Chiyomaru? I can say Chiyomaru. Oh, great. Well, yeah. they fight. Uh, say what? They fight. They fight. Um, it's kind of a slow, lumbery sort of sort of fight. Um, Chiyomaru kind of, he tried. Um, he came back once from the edge, but ultimately, uh, He had no show. answers for Tsurugi Sh- Yeah, Tsurugi yeah. Show's left hand outside grip. Absolutely. Got him out with a Yurikiri, um, and you sure are better at knowing what grips people are doing than I am. I was watching. And you see, when their arm is on the outside of the other person's arm, that's the outside grip. When they're on the inside of their arm, that's the inside grip. And then you choose either left or right hand. Now, what gets tricky to me is when they're on the front and back of the belt, sometimes they call them different things. And I haven't been able to pick up with my ears yet exactly, but there's a term for like other types of belt holds. I, however, I, I really get into the emotions, the feel of the match, the story of the match, and... You don't know that Mai Mitsu grip? I, I just, uh, those little details, uh, my observational skills are lacking in that front. It's fine. <laughs> this is what makes us a team. Exactly. There we go. But yeah, no, it was, it was a fine match, a little, little slow to start off with. Yeah, good match. Surugi show at the victory. He is 2-0. Chiyomaru, 0-2. Mario, you gotta pick that back up. Next bout, my buddy Ichi Yamamoto mm-hmm. versus my actual good friend Takara Fuji. Yes, absolutely. Takara Fuji, been having a rough go of it, but he came out looking really in control in this match. Like, uh, Ichi Yamamoto was real kind of frantic looking, mm-hmm. and, and uh, Takara Fuji really looked like solid to me. Absolutely. Yeah, he came in with some nice party attacks. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ichi Yamamoto took him. To the bales a little bit, but Takara yeah, Fuji was ready for it and immediately moved, got him in position for the slap down. Pushed him right down with the Hataki Komi. Um, it was a it was a it was a well executed, uh, like you said, uh, Ichimoto had a little bit of a, a recovery, but at no point did I really feel like Takara Fuji was in danger. Correct, correct. Which was a nice a nice change of pace. <laughs> right from the last I don't know four to six tournaments. Yeah. Alrighty, moving on to bout number three, Matoyu and Azumaru. Um, well, Azumaru had the belt and he used it. They had some belt. There was a little bit of a belt battle in the middle. Mm-hmm. There was a three sixty, a full three sixty turn that happened in the middle of this bout. Mm-hmm. And then it was that was that was it. Yeah, it was actually it was a it was a good bout. There was a lot it was of good. back it was and fun forth. To watch. It was fun to watch. But There's ultimately, a lot, of, a lot of wiggling for position. Yep. They do a lot a lot of a lot of what happens in sumo. Honestly, is two men squeeze together, and you're like, what are they doing? Wiggling. 
And it turns out they're just wiggling for position. <laughs> just wiggling, wiggling. They're each trying to get, they're trying to get a handhold somewhere mm-hmm. and their feet set someplace. And they're trying to get the other, keep the other person from getting a handhold on their belt. And keep them, and trying to unsettle their feet. Yes. Because if you have good, solid feet beneath you, it's harder to move you. Mm-hmm. And when you're planted, you can dictate where you want to go. Yep. And the other person can't tell you. But meanwhile, if you can time things right so that you like at the moment that your opponent decides to go for a move and thus their base isn't as strong, maybe you can get a leg sweep in there or something, you know, Mm -hmm. take them down that way. Or in this case, an uwate nage. Yep, absolutely. Just took them down. Just throw them. Just throw your opponent. Take take the belt, throw them. It's not hard. I don't know why they don't just do it all the time. Just always do that. Yeah. Um, Moving on uh, to bout number four. Kageaki versus Koto Shoho. I have some sympathy for Kageaki here. Koto Shoho's face also makes me want to smush it. Mm-hmm. Like his, his pouty face. Mm-hmm. It's the sort of face that you just want to smush. But ultimately, mm-hmm. Kageaki, maybe focus less on the face smushing and more on actually getting your opponent out. Well, what happened was there was some mutual supati attacks. That's true. Right? And then Koto Shoho gets first advantage on the forward thrusting. And at that point in time, the bout was basically over. And Kageyaki was like, what can I win by via face mush? Mm-hmm. And it turns out the answer was no. Nope. The answer was no. Although he did end with Kotoshoho's face being very red. Quite red because he had an entire Kageyaki hand about his face. Mm-hmm. So much hand that he also ended with a bloody mouth. Right. But then like it was amazing. Okay, The mouth was red because of the blood. Mm-hmm. And I guess, in a sense, the face was also red because of the blood, but the blood was well, all underneath yeah, the skin. Yeah, the vessels is so my point. Forth. Right. It was just a very red face. Extremely red face. He had been smushed. All right. Moving on to bout number five. Koto Echo and Okinoumi. Okinoumi, yeah. Yeah. Um, I feel like this is a, a little bit of a clumsy bout. Or- There's a lot of... My note, pushing about the doyo. Pushing about. But it was fun to watch. There was a mm-hmm, back mm-hmm. and forth. Kotoaka had a really good recovery at the edge. It managed to um, get Okonomi out with uh, Oshidashi. Absolutely. Which I always love to see Kotoaka win. We do, we do love to see it. Makes me happy. Yeah. Next bout, Aoyama versus Chiyoshoma. Now, this, this, was was a, good. this was a good bout. And all the time I'm yelling, Daniel... Don't pull. Don't pull. Just never pull. And he didn't. He did not pull. He's up here being Tony Fuji number two, coming out here with a Kimidashi. He, Kimidashi. He decided that what he was not going to do was um, give in to his base instincts. Mm-hmm. He was going to stay high. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He was going to go forward. Mm-hmm. He was not even going to consider the idea of pulling. I felt like I could see it like in his soul. I could feel that he wanted to pull. Oh, of course. It's always there. It's always there. But instead, arm bar, lock up, mm-hmm. lock just him push up. him out. Grown man strength. Yeah. Like that was, I, I, have you ever seen, I mean, I don't know. I'm talking like I've been around for longer than I have. Have you ever I've, seen that I've, from Aoyama? I have not seen Aoyama do the I feel like the we've only seen that from like Tony Fuji and Tochi Notion. Right. Yeah. I've not seen him just lock somebody up and walk them out of the ring. You really got to be like big and strong for that and technique. Here's the fun thing. Aoyama, big and strong. Right. You would right. assume that at some point in time he would have gotten that. He is a little rounder He's than rounder. Tochinoshin. Yeah. Um, Ar- 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 yeah. But even still, he has 
he has you saw him do it he today. did it yeah he clearly he did it hey man at 36 years old learning new tricks yeah and it's not like Chiyoshoma is like a pipsqueak so nah Chiyoshoma has some bulk to him and yeah. he just walked him out mm-hmm. sure did look out for whoever he's facing tomorrow for the Hinka <laughs> he's only 0-2 Aoyama 2-0 in the Yusho race absolutely calling it already I mean everybody who's won two wins every, listen technically speaking everyone is mathematically everybody's mathematically right in the Yusho race so I just have to call it out sometimes when you mm-hmm, when the spirit mm-hmm. takes you you know Tochi Notion versus Hira Doumi alright we have Young Buck versus Old Strong Strong Dude I don't know where I was going with that. <laughs> with old, <laughs> the old Georgian. So Hirida Umi came in super hot in this, in this at the Tachi Ai. Mm-hmm. Super hot. And Tochi Notion was just like, I'm good with that. Thank you very much. It was much. literally just like that image of like a small child being held at arm's length by somebody like holding their hand on their head. Like Hirida Umi came in full force. You heard it. It was yes. a solid thud. And Tochi Notion immediately just starts walking him. Yes. And then... Toshinoshi just couldn't stay up. No. Hirurumi actually came in with the strength instead of just like the the fast I'm youngness. He got a good base beneath him, got his hands in on the belt. Yep. And it's Tochi Notion, and he know the thing is, Tochi Notion is bigger and stronger than you. Mm-hmm. If you square up with him, he is going to beat you, Absolutely. as we found out in Tachiai. You are not stronger than this man is. He's old. He doesn't have knees anymore. But he but... has no knees. Yeah. And so if you can wiggle, this is the Teddy no Fuji play. If yep. you can wiggle sideways and stand him up, yep. he cannot, he doesn't have the same level of energy that he can to move because he cannot uh, scrunch the knees. Mm-hmm. And so Hirida Umi got him, stood him up, tipped him over. Yep. Yep. There you go. Yep. Uh, Tojinusha was trying to pull something off there, but ultimately he didn't have the right the right leverage or the knees for it. So no, he tried to do something to stave off Anubatanage. Yeah, but he could not. Alas. All right. Next up, bout number eight. We got Onosho versus Takanosho. The no shows. My lo- my note for this match is literally a straight a straight arrow out of the <laughs> ring. That's it. It's true. Not That's exactly notes. what happened. I my my only uh, addition to that is that. Anosho was like over leveraged. If Takanosho had anything, mm-hmm. he could have just slapped him down or at all. all. Yeah, at all. Because Onosho was like off balance. Mm-hmm. He was going too hard, too fast. But it worked out for him. So like he was like the video game character who just flies for. He was just, just he was just launched yeah. missile. Mm-hmm. Uh, any technique. Oh, Shidashi straight side, out. Anything would have Hataki combed him immediately. Mm-hmm. But nope, Takanosho just got shoved right out. Yeah, Takanosho I don't feel like has a lot of. I don't know. No, his, after his arm went whatever, he hasn't had the same. Uh, he's a te- he's a more technical wrestler, mm-hmm. and I think he may. I don't know if his arm is good or not again, but he seems to be trying to like find a new way to wrestle. And this was not it. Yeah, today did not work out for him. Indo versus Ono Show. Oh, Oho! I, did I was going to say uh, I do what? that all the time. Whenever <laughs> Ono Show and Oho are in the same like grouping of matches i'm gonna oh listen, just wait for about 11 and it's 12 gonna, oh, it's gonna to happen with nishiki, <laughs> nishiki <laughs> why do they always have to be right after each other oh it's, it's awful so frustrating. oh ho endo and oh ho oh ho got to the belt first they did some supati uh-huh, but uh-huh. oh ho grabs the belt but uh 
Endo was like, I'm good. I'm going to stand right here. Mm-hmm. And he did a twist. And then that was the end of the bout. Yeah, he tried for a leg trip, got him a little off balance, and then got him the rest of the way out with a Shatatanage. This was their first time ever meeting. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay, interesting. I mean, Ovo was a baby, so that's not that surprising. Right. There is a, this was our first of the day 10-year age gap. Mm-hmm. We had Between Endo today. at 32 and Oho at 22. Oh, baby. Oh, baby. baby. So, yeah, Endo, Endo uses, uh, uses uh, adult wiles. Yes. To know where the ring ends. <laughs> and then when to do a move. I mean, ring sense is very, very important. It's, it's very crucial. It's very <laughs> crucial. So next we had uh, my good friend Hokuto Fuji. Yeah. Versus Uda, who had these. This is this bout here is maybe the bout of the two best ring entry uh, uh, performances. Oh, absolutely. On the they're, entire game. They're pre-bout like. Their ritual rituals before the bout are the are best amazing. too. Hokuto like, Fuji is a display of power and strength. Yes. Hard stumps. Big slaps to the body. Just the absolutely, like, fastest, hardest slaps. A lot of wrestlers slap themselves mm-hmm. immediately pre-bout. Mm-hmm. You kind of, like, get the things going. You slap your legs. You get things ramped up. You want to get the blood flowing to the parts of the body so that yeah. it, so that your body is ready to be slapped about. Right. Um, but Hokuto Fuji does it the hardest and the fastest and the most. Exactly. It's aggressive. And, and then, then he goes, He stumps hard. He does, he does a flex. He stumps flexes, hard. Flexes. Stumps hard. And, um, and then he takes his little hand to his forehead yep. and takes a nice deep breath. Yep. <sighs> it's very good. Uda, on the other hand, does none of that. Gentleness incarnate. He just stands there in the side. And then he does a little motion with his hand. A little hand twirl. A little twirl the hand towards the body. Deep breaths. Deep breaths twirl your hand. Like, it has become, mind you, like, when I do my, like, okay, let's not have an anxiety attack breathing I make the little ura hand motion now. It it's is just, like, it is good. It's it is lovely. Calming, and it's like, wow, that is, it is, and it is such a <laughs> departure from Hoka the Fuji. <laughs> to see those two, like, doing the routines on right. either side of the dojo. Outside of the dojo. <laughs> just one man is breaking the dojo to bits. And the other man is just. Ah, <sighs> oh, gentle oh. breathing. All right. And I love them both. Yeah. That said, we had our first mata, a gentle mata this time. Mm-hmm, a mm-hmm. mata is when. Uh, their breathing is not in sync at the start of the Tachiai and then the, the Gyoji is like no 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 I have yet to really be able to figure out I mean like sometimes it's obvious sometimes the obvious they're not the, starting the at the right time the their breathing is not in sync okay so this is podcasting I don't know if you know this or not it is a visual medium <laughs> and therefore the look I'm giving Claire is not is it's being transmitted through the audio waves Absolutely. to you and it was a look of, how the fuck can't you tell when they're not breathing the same? <laughs> Duh, do you not have the spiritual powers of a gyoji? I mean, do you not, are you not invested with the spirit of the Buddha to let you know when the, to make the right calls? Which is part of why you must kill yourself if <laughs> you, you make the wrong. wrong calls. Well, if you're talking about well, getting so a wrong call on Mata, there was a match earlier that should have been called. Right, they, they were not, they were not, not breathing in sync. Yeah. Um, Truly, truly, uh, sumo is actually a sort of a, the reason why part of the reason why outside of just uh, corruption and power hungriness and all that kind of stuff. Part of the reason that like the JSA takes everything so seriously is because sumo is actually a religious ceremony in Japan. On top yeah. of being a sport, money making, advertising venue, all the whatever. 
it is actually a like sort of a religious event um and not like in the way that like in america football is a religious event people <laughs> are fucking weird about it but it is like truly it is part of like a like a, it is essentially the entire thing is essentially a buddhist ceremony uh they've turned it into one it's obviously whatever right but like it is a religious ceremony the, the thing with the salt the thing with the water the the sweeping up around the doyo the doyo the itself ritual, the yeah. building of the doyo the taking a part of the doyo at the end of the tournament all of it is part of this whole elaborate ceremony which i still need to find a decent english language like explanation of god i'm gonna do it because they like i'm gonna I, I, I just have to like i'm just you, gonna go do it because okay, no one has okay. no one's talked about it i can't think I can't okay yeah you're anyone. gonna have to do the translation because somewhere someone has to explain to me why they dig it up but then so i'm like oh well they're taking it down for the end of the tournament correct but then they start packing the dirt back in correct i don't understand and launching a small gyoji into the air and launching a small gyoji into the air which is great that's always solid anyway correct uh love hooker fuji coming in um uh ura went low and hooker fuji was somehow not expecting that despite the fact that ura always goes low ura starts from a position of on the ground yes and hooker fuji was not prepared for this and then ura walked forward and pushed, pushed him up, the Fuji, got him standing up, went vertical, and then was out of the ring. Once you're vertical, it's pretty much over. Yep. Um, so, I don't know. The only thing I can say is maybe Erda had a slightly stronger Tachi eye than usual. Um, he normally has a very, very slow... Very slow walk-up Tachi eye. Yeah. You know, so, he's, he's... Like, you know what it is? He has a... His Tachi eye is a Yankee at uh, cookout for the first time. <laughs> He's walking up to the window, and he's like, I'm not sure about this. There's a yeah. lot of things on this menu right now. Oh, 40 milkshakes? Do. 40 milkshakes? Okay, the milkshakes Ooh. are legitimate. Oh. You got to have a, have a minute with the milkshake menu. But other than that, you just ignore the rest of the menu and only look at the trays. Well, that's Who orders correct. off the rest of the menu? That's wild shit. Weirdos. But that's how you don't... But today, he, he, he has been in the South for many years now. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He has had a couple of late nights with the boys. And now he this match... He walked straight to the window. He knows those couple and of months in, in the summer when you gotta get the watermelon milkshake. Absolutely, that's what today today to match to match his uh, mawashi. December, you gotta go for eggnog. He went right in there with a watermelon milkshake order. Pushed him right out. <laughs> Just pushed him right out of the ring. He was prepared. Absolutely, it was uh, nice to see him being slightly more slightly more, slightly more, more aggressive, more aggressive, <laughs> more aggressive for Uda. For Uda, you know. Um, Hokuto Fuji, you should know better. Urda's gonna be low. Like, be ready for that. They are both one and one. Yep. Mio Giryu versus Nishikigi. Absolutely. Um, Mata again. A strong Mata this time. Strong Mata. Mio Giryu walked all the way forward. Yep, he was just going. He and was ready for Sumo today. Yep. And Nishikigi was like, hold on, mate. I haven't even put my hands down yet. And then, I, I don't know if that's part of what uh, threw him off, but... Uh, Mirgyu wasn't ready for it the second go round because Nishikiki had it all the way. Oshidashi just got well, him right on out. Miyogiryu, Aha. Miyogiryu tried to do some tightrope walking. He tried. Tightrope walking? On the bales. Oh, on the bales. Yes, yes, he yes. He sure yes. did. He tried to like do the wiggle on the side yeah. to get to get some leverage again. And he gave it a go. It was over. It wasn't a particularly good go. It's not a, as good a go as something we're going to talk about got a, a great bit later. Angle. Now, who's the next bout, Claire? Give it to me. Bout 11 with Nishikigi. Now we have Nishikifuji. Both in green. Both in green. Just to make life harder. 
Um, Sadanoumi was Nishiki Kigi. Oh, wow. Nishiki Fuji's opponent. Mm-hmm. Um, and Sadanoumi just went down. Just went straight down. Hakutake killed me right to the ground. Just Hakutake killed me right to the ground. Not a Henka. Not a Henka. Not at all. Just down. Just slapped him straight down without any effort. Um, Sadanumi looked really frustrated at himself. Kind of like slapped the ground a little bit. Yes, he did. And like, fair. I mean, he didn't. It's almost like he tripped. It's almost like when he went, when he started to move forward, he he just. He just went down. He just went down. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's really all I was to say about that one. Ryuden versus Midori Fuji. Mm-hmm. Okay, so Midori Fuji is great. As we might have mentioned last episode, my man is known for one thing in sumo. <laughs> Literally one thing. He won a technique prize a couple of bouts ago for doing one move like eight times. Yep. Just it's over only 50, There's over only 15 days in a tournament. He did the same move eight times. Katasukashi. Ridiculous. It is the Katasukashi, the underarm... The underarm One day I'll throw. say it right. Hmm? I said one day I'll say it right. Katsukashi. It's not easy. Anyway, it's a beautiful move. It's a uh, technically swing down, but I think of it as a bit of a flip, almost it's, almost a throw. So, what the way it works is you get your arms in under their arm, under their like under one of their armpits. You put their you put your hip directly into their hip. Now, if you can get your hip into their crotch area. It's guaranteed over. But if you can at least get it on, if you can get your hip onto their hip while you have your hand into one of their armpits, then all you have to, all you have to do, all you have to do, all you have to do is take someone who, in Midori Fuji's case, weighs anywhere between thirty to a hundred kilograms more than you. Would you say that Midori Fuji is in fact a small man? And then you just have to twist. Perhaps all you have to do, the last all you small have man to do left in the top ranks, is twist. Just twist. And thus he uses small small man techniques such as kata, mm, katasukashi. Close enough. And then you just do a twist and they go down. Now, the thing is, this is actually a very simple way to not get caught with this technique. And that is to not deliver your whole arm <laughs> to your opponent. So my note here is how do you let this happen? Yep. I would let many other wrestlers do this move to me. Because I'm trying to suit party. Right. I'm trying to push my hands out there. I'm trying to unbalance them but with you don't, some force. you don't give your arm to Midori Fuji. You just put his arm out there. And Midori Fuji was like, Thank you. Don't mind if I do. <laughs> with the little wiggly fingers over the Ooh. tray of donuts. And just wiggled him right out. It was yep. That was it. It was incredible. Yep. It was beautiful. Right middle, he didn't even have to go to... Oftentimes, Midori Fuji has to go to the edge of the doyo yeah. to get it done. He has to, like, get them out of position. Mm-hmm. This time, it was right in the middle. Oh, he didn't have to try. It was right he, away. He was just right here. Yeah. Right here. Down. Dren. We're done. Next bout. I apologize for swallowing directly into the microphone right there. Uh, <laughs> such is life. Abi versus Waka Moto Haru. Yeah. I was a little sad about this one um, because it should have been a rematch. I know I'm skipping to the end there, but um, wow, I didn't even get a chance. Okay, to, like, no, 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 no. Okay, <laughs> rewind. Go ahead. So, Abi displayed. Uh, he, Kageaki tried it earlier in the day. Abi displayed the proper way to do the mush attack. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So Abi uses long arm technique. He uses go go gadget arms, and Truly. he just long-armed him he right to the edge of the doyo. Wakamoto Haru is like, but he's like, okay, I got this. We're on the doyo. 
I'm around the we're on the Tawada. I'm going to position myself to the side, mm-hmm. and we were all going to go out. And I'm prepared for this. I will stay up a little bit. I'll try to stay up more. Abby was like mush, 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 mush. And so they both go tumbling down. Mm-hmm. But due to Abby's mush, Wakamoto Haru goes down about a millisecond before Abby's arm crosses over the imaginary plane. So when you go out of the doyo, if both wrestlers are in the air, right, or both wrestlers are going down, um, but neither has touched the ground yet, it is considered out of bounds if your part of your body crosses over the plane, like you're like in the air. So where like if the doyo is a straight line across, right? The dirt of the doyo extends indefinitely out. And you still haven't technically touched the dirt, but you've touched where the dirt would be if the uh, doyo was larger. Correct. And so when you cross that imaginary line, you are out. And and that's why I say it was so close. It should have been a rematch. In the replay. Uh Uh-uh. No, no, I'm saying in the replay, it is indefinable, the amount of space between... Any part of Wakamoto Haru's body hitting the ground uh-huh. and Abi's body crossing this imaginary plane. Mm-hmm. Maybe there's another angle we didn't get where it's clearer, but... My guess is his foot did something mm. because if I was looking at his elbow the entire time mm-hmm. and that was clear as day, a tie. I'm wondering if there was a foot, some foot turn action. Probably. Um, I'm always ending up focusing on the wrong, like part always always in the replay i'm like all right this part that it turns part. out it was actually out. a top knot pull like yeah, two minutes god, earlier right god god they love they do love that so yeah um it should have been a rematch we got the mono we e. did get a mono e but they, they looked at it and they determined now nah, we're good here yep they confirmed the the ruling. yep uh with that suki toshi so two oh, mush two oh for abby <laughs> and oh and two for wakamoto haru alas L for Honest Sumo today. Yep, yep, yep. All right. Then next up, bout number 15, we have Meisei versus Tamawashi. Old man strength. Next bout. Absolutely. Just Tamawashi was not here for anything. No talk back. No, no Meisei was gone. Listen here. Meisei, by the way, is 27. There's still a 10-year age gap. Yep. Just Tamawashi body my dude right out of here. Is just old and strong. And I know everybody's talking about... Um, the boy, uh, my brain just shut off. Absolutely. Talking about your boy whose brain shut off. You know, the one that everybody wants to be Ozeki next. Um. Wakataka Kage? Uh, the other one that everybody wants to be Ozeki next. Oh, sure do you? Uh, the other one that everybody wants to be Ozeki next. Hold on. There's a lot of news up here. Abi, Kodonowaka, Takayasu, Kitagayama, uh, Daisho. Takayasu. <laughs> Takayasu. Yes, I was talking about Takayasu being like old man becoming um Ozeki again or whatever. But what I'm saying is, what if Tamawashi becomes Ozeki? Granted, he has been less consistent than Takayasu, but wouldn't it be cool to have somebody become Ozeki for the first time at like age forty? That would be wild. <laughs> that would be sick. That would be so cool. <laughs> that would be. It's not sick. gonna happen. He's just not consistent enough. But it would be beautiful. Listen, the way these whippersnappers are falling around, he can get there. True. He can get there. True. 
Who knows? Maybe it's, the next couple. He, he won a U show two Bow Show ago. Yeah, but that he absolutely like lost it all the next Bow Show. He just wore he was, nothing. He was sleepy. He was tired. That's, <laughs> That's what I'm saying. He doesn't have the was, consistency. That was a lot of work. He's consistently there. He never it, ever. He needs to stay at ten. He can't be going up to twelve and thirteen wins. That's a lot of energy. That's a lot of energy. <laughs> keep it at, keep it at ten and just keep rising up the ranks. Absolutely. All right. All right, moving on, moving Waka, on. Waka Kage versus Mitake Umi. And I'm going to be honest, I didn't see this one going this way. I did not. Well, yesterday we were looking at it after we recorded it, and mm-hmm. I was thinking, okay, although maybe that, I think actually we might have touched on it while we were recording. Who knows? Couldn't say. Um, and I was like, okay, we're talking about Kami. Wow. Hmm. Waka <laughs> uh, Kage has to win this one, like for honor. Right. Because he's supposed to be the next Ozeki or whatever. Everyone's talking about him. Mitake Umi, you know, bounced up to Ozeki for five seconds and then immediately came down and then went down some more and then went down some more and just has not been good. Yeah. Waka Takakagi has to beat him. Thing you but to the know. record there is very much in Mitake Umi's favor. He right. clearly has figured out how to beat Waka Takakage. But also you forgot the part where Mitake Umi is now living his best life. <laughs> yeah, it sure is, apparently. He's having a good time down here. This was a very, very exciting match. Oh, um, it was great. Wakataka we had a Kage strong Tachiai. Did not want to lose. Not at all. Strong Tachiai from Watakakakage. Ooh, Watakakage. See? Right into Mitake Umi's chest. Yep. Mitake Umi held him up, immediately stops his progression, and then starts pushing him back. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was a, a lot of amazing work on the bells here. The his, sheer amount the of strength. His Wakataka Kage's thighs. Thighs. His whole leg his, system. His feet. The, 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 ar- the arch of his feet. The core strength it takes to come back off the edge like that. Wakataka Kage is a strong man. Right. Like, dear God. Like, I mean, you can tell just from looking at him that that dude hits the gym. Right. But like. No, but yeah. Whoa. Mitake Umi is a large individual. It was coming forward with Very strength, strongly. And, strength yeah. and vigor. And Wakataka Kage just used himself, used those rice bales and the strength of his entire lower body yes. to just stall that right there. Just sheer strength. And he did it twice. And he pushes him back off. And we're like, all right, man, Mitake Umi, what are you going to do about it? So he's like, I'll do it again. They turn 90 degrees <laughs> and go right to the bales again. And Wakataka Kage was like, no, 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 no. I'm good. I'm going to stay right here. And Mitake Umi was like, all right, I can't do that because clearly I don't have the strength and or leverage nope. to push this man over this way. So but I just turn him. Yeah. Ultimately, Mitake Umi had uh, Wakataka Kage's arm. As much as Wakataka had all the strength to come back from the bales, he couldn't get his arm free. Mm-hmm. And Mitake Umi just turned him around all over Akari Dashi. So, yeah, what happened here was Mitake Umi had right the leverage out. of a larger body. Like, literally, this was this is a case where the larger body... It was just too much. So he's so large, right? And he, they're sitting there on the on the on the bales that mm-hmm. he's able to. He's forcing Wakataka Kage to focus on not being pushed out of the ring, and then he's also being able to grab him. And there's nowhere for Wakataka Kage to actually go. Mm-hmm. He 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 gets a little bit of free space, but he can't go to the left or to the right because Mitake Umi is there just smothering the entire distance and yeah. it was like he positioned himself perfectly against someone who was stronger than him and was going to move off the bales again mm-hmm. so that as soon as Wakataka Kage tried to move at all he just a simple twist yep right out there right out there yeah I will say both because of that amazing strength at the edge and because it was like a fairly quick turnaround push out 
it was less embarrassing looking than most Akurdi Dashis are. Right. I really feel like being turned around and marched out of the ring, like front front facing out, is the yeah, most embarrassing way to lose. The most embarrassing way to lose, way to lose is being turned around at the, at Tachiyai, getting held up, slapped, turned around, around, and then frog marched around. <laughs> just, they, when, they, when they do the saloon toss to you, mm-hmm. but they're holding to the back of your mawashi, and they just step, 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 step. Yep. It is more embarrassing than getting the classic uh, Teda no Fuji V Inho uh, arm grab baby carry out of the ring. Oh, man. I haven't seen that in a minute. I Yeah. Like, the baby carry, he did it to Tetsuyoshi. He did it to Tetsuyoshi. Tetsuyoshi Noshin did it to him, too, and that's when he had to go. Yeah. Um, the baby carry out of the ring is... is in, but, like, at a certain point, that guy's just a foot taller than you, and you just waste... Like, and it's like, there's nothing you can do. It's, like, not great, but there's nothing you can do about right. that. Right. The Okuri Dashi, when you get turned around in the middle of the ring and then just walked out. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's a, it's a rough on, look. It's Come a on. rough look. But yeah, ultimately, uh, Wakataga Kage is left with a record of. One and one. One and one. And Matakeumi is actually. Two and oh. Because apparently all he needs to do is fail for a bit and then he can start succeeding again. Speaking of failure. Daiesho versus Shodai. <laughs> oh, no. Okay, so I do have to uh, eat my words a little bit. I was wrong yesterday. Um, this is the Basho in which if Shodai manages to get 10 wins, he will jump back up to Ozeki. And listen, my man is going to choose the hardest path possible, <laughs> which is the way of Shodai. He's going to lose five in a row, and then he's going to win 10 in a row. Oh, bet. Speaking into existence. Um, he's got a good start because he lost this one, too. Yeah. Uh, Sukidashi, um, I will say in Shodai's mild defense, Daisho was thrusting really well today. He had a really he good rhythm going. He was on form, left hand, right hand, mm-hmm. left hand, right hand, mm-hmm. left hand, right hand, out of the doyo. Just straight line. Solid. No turns, no twist, just that way. Honestly, if he was fighting anyone but Shodai, I would have just been like, oh yeah, that was a really nice showing from Daisho. Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely. But it was Shodai. Like, Shodai <laughs> couldn't get the thing up, but he was able to just body, he was, Daisho was on point. That's how he won a Yusho. Yeah. By just doing that Let's forget a lot. Why Daisho won a Yusho? Yeah, doing it for Saitama. For my people. For your people. <laughs> Takayasu um, versus Kiribayama. <laughs> She's got to move past that one. Yeah. Um. I don't know. I found this one a little sad. What, the meat and move? No, the meat and move was fine. That's perfectly legit. It just, it was like a struggle. It was fair. I don't know. I don't know why I felt so down about this one. Maybe the, um, I don't know. Everybody being a, being so hyped about Takayasu has gone to me. So he, he was loses, like, I'm sad. Kiribayama. But I like Kiribayama. And the young, he's young. He's only 26. He's a happy face. He does. Uh, He's not as ebullient as, say, Toby Zaro or some of the others, but mm-hmm. he has a happy face. He does. He has a pleasant um, face. He got in there, got his hands on Takayasu. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, he was already faced, he was already perpendicular with him. Mm-hmm. And he just wiggled him to the edge of the doyo and hit him with a little, he a little finish him with a sprig of Oshitoshi. Oshitoshi, Oshitoshi yep, absolutely. Got, I his mean, little, got his little money stack. Yeah, it was good. He, did, he had a nice, nice little stack of money there. Mm hmm, mm hmm. Uh, we're moving on up to bout number 19. Quattro versus Hoshoryu. Uh, Quadro would be Kotonowaka. He has a beautiful 
quad boob thing going on, and the, thus the the body shapes in sumo are truly amazing. The variety, the beauty, the strength, right? The lack of weight classes. <laughs> the lack of weight classes <laughs> is really is really the best part. Uh, yeah, I could go on about that for a while, but you know. at the Tachi eye, uh, we get some good pushes, um, but then. It became very clear very early on exactly how this all was going to go. Mm-hmm. It went longer than I expected, but at no point in time did it feel like Kota Nowaka actually had a chance against Hoshoryu. Nope. He had a small recovery just because Hoshoryu mm-hmm. couldn't quite finish him at the edge just because Kota Nowaka is a very large man. He's a very large man. He's able to clear space. And in that moment, if Kota Nowaka had been able to uh, get his left foot down mm-hmm. like well he was down on the ground but like planted again planted yeah he would have been able to have been able to like thin Hoshori off but Hoshori you came right back to the belt yeah immediately back on the belt um lots of wiggling lots of fighting and then beautiful his feet were not set hit mm-hmm. pronouns pal Kodonawaka's feet were not set mm-hmm. and uh this and as they started walking this allowed Hoshoryu to just get him up and yep. it was it got was incredible. Hand, uh, yep. He's so good at this. He's got his hand on the inside of the belt. Uh, gave him a nice uh, Shatatanage uh, yep. throw. Love a throw. Mm-hmm. Beautifully executed. Yeah, it was perfect. It was, it was just, perfect. It was, it was beautiful. Text, and, you know. Textbook Shatatanage. Shatatanage. The waveforms are even upset at that one. Shatatanage. Yep. And Hoshoryu glared the whole time. Oh, just grumpy the whole time. Yeah. He didn't look disgusted at Kotonowaka, which That's is true. impressive. That's seeing true. how I don't know what's wrong with that boy, but everybody but us hates him. Kotonowaka? Yeah, they all slap the shit out of him whenever he... Oh, he does have a good slap a lot. <laughs> I mean, there's just a lot of him. I mean, there's so much I of don't him. Know. Well, no, was, he's a cute baby. And I'm my theory is he's still in someone's girlfriend's in the back in the, in the back because, mm-hmm. like, Keisha, Hoshoryu... Uh, somebody else gave him the slap as well. I was yeah. like, "What did he do to y'all?" I mean, he's a he's a solid amount of um, whatever like nepotism happening, right? But like, so oh yeah, are, so are a bunch of them. I mean, Hoshio, do you the... <laughs> show you <laughs> obviously the Wakas, the the, yeah, the whole like, Waka clan ahead of them from yeah. like thirty years ago. I just remember like people were talking some mess about like him getting preferential treatment at one point. So like, I don't know if that has anything to do with anything, but no, he's probably just cute. Yeah, yeah. A lot of times these things are like, like I know being like in the NBA, like part of the problem is a lot of the young guys they all literally date the same group of women because it's the same, <laughs> because it's the same group of women who are around all the time. Right. So the ones who like don't carry their girlfriends from high school mm-hmm. or whatever, they're just they're all meet they're all in the same clubs and the same like social classes, so they're just mm-hmm. meeting the same people, and then they get beefs all the time. Mm-hmm. And I'm wondering if sumo has a similar problem. You get you're like stuck in Tokyo. It's like any given lesbian friend group. We've all dated each other. It was. I think this might be what's happening back in mm-hmm. the dojo, back at the stables. They're in there. They're in their hayas. They don't do anything else. And this cutie's walking around. Everyone's looking at like, what is this? What nerve does he have to be so cute all the time? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Until they're a little grumpy. Another possibility. We have some weird confirmation bias about how much uh, Coach Walker gets slapped. We've seen it like three bouts. And like, <laughs> God, people just slapped the shit out of him. I think honestly, it was really that one Keisho match where he slapped him so okay, hard. Okay, yeah, Keisho so did much. go real hard that he time. He hit him so much. Yeah, it was like, yo, what is that? Yeah, that some, was some wild. There. Uh, speaking of Takakesho, we have our final bout of the day: Takakesho versus Tobizaru. I feel like today went by pretty quickly. I was like, it was a, bree- a breezy, a breezy day. 
Yesterday was efficient. Today was breezy. Yeah, today was breezy. It was like some more some more interesting matchups, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. they just kind of like they just kind of flew by. Yeah. We don't like listen. Touch wood. No Takayasu f- uh, three minuteers today. <laughs> you know? I, I enjoy the occasional long match, but yeah. Oh, so dude. Well, listen. Now that we're now that we're doing this show. I could use a few more long matches so I can get some notes in. I know, right? What am I supposed to type my notes when you keep finishing these matches so quickly? Right, right. Anyway, so Tobizaru versus Takakeisho. Um Takakeisho just couldn't get a rhythm going. Um Tobizaru did his, you know, weirdo Tobizaru moves. moves, which honestly Takakeisho should be expecting at this mm-hmm, point. Mm-hmm. But uh he definitely managed to distract him upset him get on either side of him he controlled the entire match he did he absolutely did takakeisho just could not could not get his Keisho going he couldn't get the rhythm he couldn't get the rhythm right and i think what happened with toby's auto here is that so takakeisho if you watch him he when he's on form he does the same like rhythm to his pushing yes every time it's beautiful to watch it is it is incredible to watch it is a, it is a push and a step and a push and a step and it's it is rhythmic, and it seemed like Toby Zara was waiting for that. Off- he would get, he would take the push, wait for that offbeat, and then mm-hmm. like move at the last moment when so Keisha was coming the... in. So he couldn't do the thing mm-hmm. where he just like forces your soul out of your body <laughs> yep. with each push until you're out of the doyo. Yep. And then that was it. Yeah. And then Toby, and then Toby Zara just Taki Komi little little baby arms came into play here. Yeah, he was pushing. Toby Zara was far back just far enough. Yep. Yeet on the hand. Takakeisho's biggest hand weakness. to the back. Those little short little arms. Short arms got him this time. Yeah, and this is what we're talking about. Toby Zaru had brain power today. He sure did. We watched it happen. He he, he clearly sized that match up. He had a he had a plan with that, and that's why like when he does funky weird shit, I'm cool with it when it has like a purpose. Yeah, a plan. He had a plan today. He it was worked. weird, and he had a plan. Came in with a slap down, big smile on his face. Heavy breathing on the. <laughs> then the we ended up with my favorite interview. My favorite sports thing, which uh, Toby uh, Toby gets an interview because he is a rank and filer who beat uh, an Ozeki. Mm-hmm. Um, I had to double check. Yes, he is a uh, Maishido one. Um, so he gets an interview, and they're like, mm-hmm. "Oh, oh, yes, how'd you do it?" I don't know. I I don't know Japanese well enough to understand the interviews. Um, but he is just gassed. He is gassed. This is immediately post. Uh, about and he was darting all around doing mm-hmm. all this doing mm-hmm. this and that and he is just <gasps> and the trying thing to is, answer questions show is big and strong and getting even when he's planning on it getting hit by him sucks yep <laughs> right like, like you're moving around and you're getting hit a bunch so like mm-hmm. no breath none no breath because he took a couple of case show blows right to the chest mm-hmm. and so he was like <sighs> the whole yep. time was that y'all couldn't give these dudes a couple of minutes before you start interviewing them but so the last thing for today. What's that? Blood. Blood. <laughs> right, right in his mouth. Right yes. In his mouth. Yes. Takakesho ended up a little bloody. He, I would say he's our, our second most blood yes. prone ricochet right. after. Hokuto Fuji is number Fuji. one. Takakesho also ends up with the bloody mouth a lot. He sure does. He needs a mouth guard. <laughs> I mean, is that like. Legal? I don't know. I feel like they should. Well, it all, should be. I feel like all of them should have. Mouth but I, 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 less the less worried about it being legal, more like is it like a just not in the culture or whatever. I don't know Which, if anyone's even thought about it. Sumo culture is like problematic as much as I love it. Um, they just know. they just learned about wheelchairs last week. Yeah, they're like, oh wait, when people are injured, we shouldn't make them walk out. Concussions. Concussions are a, a thing. 
It's like, yes, guys, could we maybe have any sort of protocol for anything? Well, the Will Smith movie only came out in Japan a couple of years ago, so oh, they haven't had a chance to watch it. Is that it? Yeah, they don't know about concussions yet. Uh, we are getting a solid final bout tomorrow, um, looking ahead. Uh, we've got Daisho and Takakesho. So, Takakesho and Takakesho version two. Mm-hmm. Keisho Jr., even though he's older. Um, really? God, I always forget how young Keisho is. Keisho is quite young. He is so young. Um, he is so young. But yeah, so we're going to have some good bouts tomorrow, and uh, we will see you then.